People have flaws, okay? Tell her everyone is perfect. I like the thing, I've come very close to perfection. That's the reason why Jesus is on the cross. <laughs> he was too nice, that was his flaw. I was like, did you not smite the Romans when he should have? Or when he could have? Fuck me! You know how there are different versions of Genesis and all that, right? So well, no, but now I do. <laughs> the thing is, it's all about cherry picking. Yeah, I know. Okay, this is this is really fucked up. But your mom, yeah, is basically committing the same thing as the Al Qaeda. <laughs> wait, wait, you need to elaborate, boy. I'll admit that I don't have a lot of principles. I really don't. You, yeah, you don't. I have a very, I have very few principles. You can probably count on my hand. I could waste my own time, <clears throat> yeah. but I treat other people's time with a lot of respect. If I wasted someone's time, that would kill me. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Welcome back to the Talat Show. I'm your host, Talat Zubair, and today we have a very, very special guest with us. The Mr. Hunk Guy from IB, Paveen. I'm just a normal dude. Uh, just gonna set the record straight on that. But go on, yes. But if you look at just Instagram and you look at the photo. Yes, the just Instagram where there's only one comment of me saying what a hunk of a man to myself. <laughs> it's just one comment. It's just, just one just comment. Calling himself the hunk My of a man. My greatest achievement, yeah. You know what? I, I've, that is a greater achievement than getting whatever points I got. <laughs> but like, yeah. He's got 30 likes though, so he got that going for you. Yeah. So 30 likes. I got that going for me. Paveen, where are you from? Hey, Taha. Uh, wait, what do you want to know? Like, exactly where I'm from? Like where I was born? Why are you making it so complicated? Yeah, because, where are you because, from? Because when people ask ask the question, where are you from? It's, it's hard because I don't have like okay. a specific... What nationality know. are you? How Malaysian. about that? Okay. There you go. But I, I don't feel Malaysian. Okay, why watch Frick? <laughs> what? You want to watch Frick? At least my spice tolerance is higher than you. Alright, shut up. <laughs> shut up. Okay, but okay. So, so where were you born then? Um, next to the border of Thailand, there's a state called Kelantan. Oh yeah. So you're Malaysian. Uh, did you live in Malaysia most of your life? Uh, yeah, actually. When did you move to Brunei? Because my dad worked in Brunei. I said, when did you move to Brunei? Ah, uh, seventeen. Seventeen? Yeah. Before that, I was in Limbang, which is next yeah. to Brunei, but uh-huh. it's technically not Brunei, so. Oh shit, so, so you moved very late to Brunei. Yeah, pretty late, yeah. If you didn't know, um, Paveen's like 4 years or 40 years old. Paveen's <laughs> literally 45 at this point, I swear. <laughs> okay, Paveen... Fuck you, Tala! <laughs> okay, Paveen, how old are you right now? Uh, This year? Yeah. This year I'll be turning 21. Wait. Fuck you! <laughs> Seriously, I do not want to be this old. Better advice. For every year that you gain after your 20s, yeah. you feel like you've aged 10 years. Yeah. I swear to God. Yeah, you actually do. I swear to God. It, it physically hurts. Because the 20s are very important age. It's like The Sims. You know how like yeah. the adolescents just suddenly magically turn into adults yeah, yeah. in The Sims? Yeah. Yeah, it's just, imagine that. <laughs> imagine imagine the adult and then turning into an, like, an elderly in The Sims, yeah. so you just magically transform. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's just how it feels every time you age like one do you year. You know, I was looking at them. I was looking at the year I'll graduate. I realized I'll graduate when I turn twenty one. Yeah. And you, this is your first semester. You're gonna. You're twenty. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> it's not my fault. You're terrible with money. I know I'm terrible. With money. For someone so smart, shouldn't be this bad with money. Hey, people have flaws. Okay, tell her not everyone is perfect. I like the thing. I've come very close to perfection. <laughs> That's the reason why she's on the cross. 
<laughs> he was too nice. That was his fault. <laughs> I was like, did you not smite the Romans when he should have? Or when he could have? Fuck me. I say, Jesus Christ, you have it this time, bro. I'll have it in the next decade. <laughs> so, uh, what's your opinion on morality? Rather, and, and how important is being moral? Do you want to define what moral is first? In your opinion, what's someone who's moral? Like, what is that person? From a very utilitarian perspective. Yeah. So long as it doesn't harm society as a whole or harm, like, the people around you as a whole and it doesn't harm you as a whole, yeah. as, like, a person. Yeah. I think that's fine, no? But isn't that, like, the basic requirement to be a human being? You're, you're describing anyone that's not Hitler or, like, a Stalin or any dictatorship. Like, the average person who lives in this planet will not affect the entire community and terrorize them. Get me? How do I say this? Um, my thinking for like morality and why it exists as yeah, a social yeah. construct is the first place because it, there's a biological need behind it. It's an evolutionary basis. Okay. You, you, you humans are like a social. We're social animals, right? Uh, yeah. We can't live alone. So therefore, we need to make communities. Mm-hmm. And to live in a community means you have to construct rules, which means not harming each other. Mm-hmm. So you basically yeah. continue survival, longevity of the species. Yeah. It's a very like edgy way to think about it, but. Um, when you boil it down to that aspect, yeah. like the whole idea of you know not you know going around killing people, raping people, pillaging people, you know, and all that stuff, it's like it's there because there's a utilitarian perspective to it. Okay. Right. Yeah. It's like the, there's a utility there. Now you can argue that maybe some cultures, because cultures develop, yeah. therefore you have different dynamics, and therefore because there are different dynamics, you you then develop a different. Uh, moral compasses or moral values to accommodate those dynamics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, how much does religion play into home the moral compass thing? Do, do you think there is if you do have if you draw a Venn diagram, would morality and religious be interconnected? Yeah, I'd say it probably. Can you be one without being the other? Can you be what? Can, can you be religious? Yeah. Without being moral. Oh uh, yes, you can. How? Absolutely. Um, religion to me reflects the best wisdom of its time. Okay. Yeah, it reflects the best. Okay. Yeah. It's, it, again, it's that because of a utilitarian perspective, mm-hmm. it's there to preserve the, the cultural dynamics that yeah. are there. Doesn't necessarily mean that it was the most moral, but it meant that it was the most functional during that time. If you look at the Old Testaments, you can't eat pork. You yeah. can't touch pigskin. Okay. You can't plant crops side by side. You can't wear garments that are made out of two different fibers. Okay. Yeah, or else you, you, know, you can't work on the Sabbath or else you'll be stoned mm-hmm. by the whole community. Is yeah. that an actual thing? Yeah, it, it's in the Old Testament. So, okay. Okay. again, it reflects the best wisdom of its time. Then. Mm-hmm. I have no fucking idea why. I probably need to look it up, but I'm sure it's, it's got something to do with this cultural dynamic then. Yeah, okay, right? yeah. Um, and it might, have worked, it might have been functional then, but it's definitely certainly not functional now. So you could argue that someone who's religious and who abides by the laws the Abrahamic laws of the Old Testament yeah like in the 21st century you could argue that he's religious but he's not but in Christianity in Hinduism and in Islam there are um, aspects of being forgiving always look at better for the others than yourself and always look at the positive of others than before yourself always tell the truth and all of that kind of stuff surely even if you follow the Old Testament the old laws you're still following what's described to be a moral compass right but it's contradicting. It really is contradicting. So, again, I'm not a moral authority. I've never, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah <laughs> I, I've read, like, probably two pages of the Bible and gone through the of it. I've never read the Quran. Never read, like, the, the, the Sanskrit. The thing is, I've read the entire Quran, but I 
don't know most of the stuff. I just read it in the Arabic form, which I don't know what it means. Uh, so you, so like the way you know what what it sounds like. Yeah, I know what it sounds like. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> but like, um, it's filled with contradictions. Okay, give me an example. Man is justified by faith itself. Yeah. Apart from the works, apart from the law of all the works, something like that. It basically means a, a man. Yeah. A man's faith towards God. Like, how do you yeah. know if someone is really Christian, right? Yeah. So a man's Christianity is justified by his faith alone, mm-hmm. and and is uh, separate from like his deeds. But then, yeah. yeah. But then there's another. Uh, you know how there are different versions of the Genesis and all that, right? So another. Well, version, no, but now I do. <laughs> uh, now there's then there's another version which says a man is justified by his faith. Yeah. As well as the works itself, as well as the works and the deeds that come mm-hmm. with it, because yeah. you cannot be religious by with faith alone. You cannot be a Christian with faith alone. You need to have, for example, you need to act it out. Okay, yeah. So those are again contradicting views. The example I'll give is, um, you know, how you say treat your neighbor like you treat yourself. Mm-hmm. If the neighbor is gay, the fuck do you do then? <laughs> well, yeah, again, it's contradictory. Yeah, it's contradictory, right? Yeah. But uh, um, I think yeah, I was I was in Klantan the other time. Where, where I told you where I was yeah, there, yeah? right? Yeah. It's it's known as a very religious state. Like yeah, they yeah. don't have cinemas there because you, they don't want males and females sitting next to each other. Wow! It, it is it is fucking Saudi Arabia mm. there, right? Jeez. I was outside buying a burger, right? Yeah, yeah. Some, you know how there's like Maghrib Azan and there's like black yeah, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. So I was outside getting burger, right? And I swear to God, I hear this sermon, right, talking about how it's okay to kill a kafir, which is basically yeah, it's a, a traitor. Yeah, a kafir is a non-Muslim. Yeah, it's okay to kill a kafir under certain circumstances. I'm just sitting there ordering my burger. I was listening. I was like, "What the fuck?" So, yeah. See, my mom's very religious, and she, but she would never say stuff like, "Oh, dog, it's a non-Christian. Fucking stab them." Yeah. That's just fucked up. But I think in the old old times, when the whole religion thing was taking place, it made sense because if you're not Muslim, we're working against people who are Muslim, aka traitors. So it made sense in that time. But currently, it just wouldn't make yeah, sense so, context-wise. Yeah, it, it, yeah. it works in the so- cultural yeah. dynamic then, but not then the social dynamic then, but not the social dynamic now. So I feel like you could be a moral person without being religious. Well, but definitely, yeah. But you cannot be a religious person without being moral. Again, it depends. So what do you mean by religious? So, okay. So I'm going to define being religious as someone who um, does the bare minimum. So if you're Christian, you go to church every Sunday. Yeah. If you're Muslim, you pray at least uh, three times, okay. twice a day. Yeah. Those are just should be five, but I'm going to go twice. Yeah. Then here comes the question again. It's like what Saint Peter said: Is a man is, is a man justified by his faith, his deeds, or both? Yeah, or both. Yeah. yeah. I've always thought that as long as it may sound fucked up, but I I've always thought that as long as you are a moral person, which means you always uh, treat everyone with respect, um, you always say the truth, you don't do anything dodgy, and you just live a good life, right? You might not be the most religious person in the world. But you know, you've done no harm, done everyone well. Allah still won't let me enter the kingdom of God. Yeah, this is where the, the whole thing. We, we can do a separate podcast on religion on other time. That's too deep. I don't go into it. But it's if you are, were a moral person your entire life, we yeah. have done nothing wrong but good. Yeah. Good being, I don't know, just not doing anything bad. Does that justify you to go to heaven? Will you be labeled as a good person? have to ask God. I know, it's a weird concept, right? <laughs> I, I, I don't like believe what, in anything. What separates a religious person and a good person? Are they interlinked or are they different things? Can a good person not be religious? Yeah. Right, you can't I'm be, right? I'm an example of that. <laughs>
We like to think you are. Because <laughs> my mom, the way I was brought up, it yeah. was the 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 concept of being a good human being mm-hmm. and a religious human being are the same thing. So you cannot be one without the other. Okay, the thing is, it's all about cherry picking. Yeah, I know. Okay, this is this is really fucked up. That your mom. Yeah, is basically committing the same thing that the Al Qaeda. <laughs> wait, wait, you need to elaborate, boy. All right, you're basically cherry picking verses that suit your own understanding of the world. Okay. Yeah. So your mom is cherry picking semantics or the interpretation which favor you know love treat thy neighbor like you yeah. should, you should treat you shall treat thyself mm-hmm. like. You know, I feel like my mom. And then the yeah. Al Qaeda will be like, oh, fucking kill the coppers. <laughs> Right, you're just cherry picking. Yeah, things. it's it's like you either do all out or you just don't follow it at all. Yeah, but then but it's impossible to do everything. Yeah, but it's a middle ground, right? Yeah. There is a middle ground. Yeah, there is a middle ground. But the, the middle ground also means you, your mom is literally the middle ground. Yeah, right? mom's middle ground. Yeah, your mom yeah. is the middle ground. Yeah, and then, the yeah, your mom is the middle ground. Yeah. My, it's okay. The reason I'm going so into this because my dad had like an I had a two hour conversation with my dad when he came to Malaysia. He was asking me how often do you pray every day. And I had to give this awkward answer of, well, what do you expect me to say? <laughs> and I, I told him that uh, I've, been, I've been praying a long time. Mm-hmm. And he got really mad at me. And he gave me this talk of, whatever you do, I don't care what the fuck's going on with your social life or your career. At least pray once a day. <laughs> just pray, son. Just pray. But my dad said, it doesn't matter how successful I become. When my dad's in the grave, me praying for him will mean more than me being a millionaire or just being successful. Okay. But the way you said it, the way you said it was, it almost sounded like as long as I'm a good person, you'll be happy. But to him and my mom, a good person is someone who's religious and happens to be Muslim. <laughs> Which I don't get. <laughs> Wait, I, uh, maybe I'm in mean whitewash, but why would a good person be not be the same as someone's religious. Why are the two separate things? I'm sure they. I'm sure they. they I hope they know. I hope they do. No, I'm sure. I'm sure they know. I mean, like, I can't imagine your parents thinking that I'm. I'm a shithead. No, they. They don't. I mean, I. I think they know, but it's just that. Okay, do we want to talk about this? Okay, okay, we we'll talk about marriage. <laughs> but that gave me the whole marriage talk. How, um, make sure you marry a Muslim, yeah. and from Bangladesh. I'm like, what the fuck. I was like, okay, I agree with the Muslim thing. I'll give you that. <laughs> sure. I'll give you the Muslim thing, but you cannot restrict me with one country. Come on, bro. It's going, you scrub. <laughs> I told him that I will try to marry a Muslim, but I won't restrict myself just to Bangladeshis. How was his response? He was like, he was very angry at first. But I explained to him, as long as a Muslim, that satisfies your rules, right? So why do you care so much? He's like, okay. He's like, okay. Bangladeshi nationalism. <laughs> it's very patri- uh, he's not patriotic. My mom is very patriotic. The reason why he told me to marry a Bangladeshi is because my mom, my mom is very, very picky. She's very, very, like, traditionalist. Like, you have no idea how traditional she is. It's insane. Like, if my dad wasn't a doctor, I would be fucked. Uh, <laughs> uh, so my mom's like, oh, do you not love me? Uh, do you not like your own country, you scum? You foreigner, you white. Yes, yeah, she has used the word. You white washed. Um, she said "kutta," which means bitch. So <laughs> you got called whitewashed by yeah. your fucking mom. Yeah, amazing. And I was like, well, yeah. Because <laughs> okay, but 
<laughs> is that a bad thing? <laughs> is it okay? In your opinion, is that a bad thing for me to say? I don't want to be restricted to one country. I think that's fine. No, that's a fair again, thing, isn't it? Then again, I'm pretty liberal in my views. I don't want to say I'm whitewashed because fuck that. You are whitewashed. I'm not whitewashed. Okay, you okay? Because just because your spice tolerance is better does not mean you're not whitewashed. No, but but my parents don't hold the same view as well. My parents are like, just marry and put the fuck you want. I don't really care. Yeah, why don't I get those parents, man? I don't know, but my mom really, really, my mom doesn't give a shit. You know how. There's this, there's this Asian thing where you, you're supposed to... Okay, so when the mother... Uh, when, when your parents fall ill or yeah, when yeah. they get old, yeah. the eldest is supposed to go and take care of them. That's the general yeah, yeah. idea, right? Yeah. My mom literally denounced that. She says, when I get old, don't come the fuck near me. <laughs> she says, don't, don't, don't come and take care of me. Like, yeah, your life is bigger than that. Than just being restricted wow. Think, uh, she's pretty liberal. That's know, such a wholesome and, thing to and say. My, and, and my dad is also pretty liberal in yeah. as well. It's it's not like because of, it's not because of this is what Western people do. Like, no, no, yeah. It's just that, yeah, she just doesn't, she does not, my, the, the, the yeah. thing about my mom is that she's very last fat. Yeah, yeah. That in her like, um, in her parenting. Yep. So when I was young, she never controlled me. I, I could like literally walk, walk out, yeah. eat like dirt, and yeah. she wouldn't give a shit. Like I would walk out at eight in the morning, yeah, and come back at nine at, at night, yeah. And as long as I came back, she'd be okay with it. Like she doesn't care where I went, as long as I came back, it's 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 okay. My mom's very clingy compared to yours. My mom and dad, not my dad. My mom is very clingy. And my mom hates clinginess. Like if you cling to her, yeah, she she will literally tell you to get up. My mom's obviously if I, if I'm not calling her once a day, or like not replying to messages, or not not being clingy. Mm-hmm. She gets really mad. Really, really mad. I don't know why. I think over time she got bad at it. Because I've told her that if you want me to be your son, you have to change my boy. <laughs> like, this is not going to go anywhere. Um, also, the, what are you talking about? Was it marriage thing? Oh, the whole taking care of your parents when you're old. I feel like I will do it anyways. Because I owe them so much. Because I'm a spoiled brat. <laughs> if I don't take care of my parents, I'm going to hell. <laughs> if you do believe in hell. Which I don't anymore but yeah you um because i my, my parents the amount, amount of money they spend on me is insane like i shouldn't be i shouldn't have the stuff i have but i i get it because they love me that much i don't know why why i've done deserve this they love me when it comes to stuff like that but when i ask for my freedom of like school or course or uni or anything else no you're just you're just a kid daddy you're that little boy you're a kid but when it comes to like, I okay. reason why that trust me with electronics is because I have a good track record. Whatever I bought lasts yeah. pretty, yeah. lasts pretty a long time. But then again, I bought the high end stuff, so of course it'll last a long fucking time. <laughs> so I bought. Um, it's just funny. It's it's funny. Wait, what are we talking about? Variety. Variety. <laughs> ah. I sum it up then. Do you do you think? That more being a moral person is important. Yes. Or how important it is to be moral. Well, I, I do think that it's important simply because. Is your version of morality is just don't rape anyone or kill someone? Well, no. There's obviously more than that. Like you have a moral obligation to society. I feel. What is obligation? What obligation is that? Financially, you have to pay your taxes. <laughs> what? Well, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. 
Yeah. Also, just have the decency to not cheat out, to not like cheat your fellow members on society. Like I, I don't know. It's 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 hard to articulate, but like basically, don't don't fuck over everyone just because yeah. you have the chance to. Yeah. Yeah. That's just that. That's just for me. It's just I think. But some would say business is never my thing. Yeah, it really isn't. The way he's phrasing it, if you don't do what you're trying to say, yeah, you're not going to be successful. I can't. Because, because if I do it, yeah. I'll forever have this, have this, uh, okay, thing is, if I do it, then that basically means other people can do it to me. Mm-hmm. And if other people can do it to me, then and I then I can't blame them for doing it. I can't hate them for doing it because I, I does that make sense? Yeah. Because I did it. I did it already. Does that make sense? It's like you have to have like a set of principles which you live by, and if you break that principle, yeah, and you can't blame other people for fucking you over because you've done it yourself. Well, because you've done it yourself. Yeah. So man needs to have his own code. My lecture uh, said that if you have a really strong moral compass, business is not for you. But I feel like, can you not do both? Can you not be a really wise businessman? Like Gary Vee. I right. think he's fucked over some people. I'm pretty sure he has. I mean, you have to. The be. justification, the rationale that goes behind it, I think is, I fucked you over because I was smart enough to do so and you weren't smart enough to foresee it. I t- and other people can point. fuck me over as long as yeah. you can try to fuck me over. But if, um, if I can see through it, yeah. then you know, fuck you. If I can't see through it and you fuck me so over, it's my fault. Then yeah, fair play, it's my fault. But the thing is, it's more than just surely. Yeah, here's what I'm yeah. okay. I agree. Agree with your point that if I fuck someone over and someone fucks me over, then it's on me because I did it first off. Yeah. But if I was smart enough to know how to get ahead of you, and you were too dumb to realize I was getting ahead of you, surely it's on you. It's not yeah. on me. Yeah. Yeah. That. That rationale is basically what the, I think a lot of most entrepreneur. And I think that that's a fine mindset to have. But you're forgetting that a lot of people's lives are you have like are in your hands. Like when someone fucks you over like that, right? Yeah. You can say you can take your losses and be like, ah, alright, that's fine. But what like what about people under you who rely on you for like a living, right? Yo, they get fucked over much harder than you in terms of like just being able to live. You get what I mean? Yeah, I get what like, you mean. You might be able to take like loss. You might be able to take 20%. Yeah, sure. Yeah. 20% loss, right? That's fine. I can live with that, right? Yeah. But you, that, that'll probably you have to downsize. That'll all the salaries, down. all the wages yeah. and everything. Yeah. When it's something bigger than you, yeah. just no. Because I, I don't want to live with the burden. It's not. It's not because like I'm. I'm a moral person. Yeah, yeah. Just... Like I have this sense. I, I. just. I really can't live with the burden, of like, of knowing that I. I literally ruined someone's life. I can't. It's just why I'm actually so afraid of driving as well, because oh, I'm terrified of going in a car with you. So terrified because I feel like you. You okay? Since you're so logical and smart, you'll be the worst driver. <laughs> Basically, right? You'll see, uh, you'll see uh, a lane that's open, but your rational mind will turn on and be like, "Wait, a lane is open. Car must be there, or uh, someone might be there." I should slow down a bit. Rear view mirrors are there. For I don't know, but me, you're blind. <laughs> rear view mirrors are there. For sake. You four-eyed monster. Uh, but yeah. So, I, so we agreeing that most businessmen aren't. Strong moral characters. 
Well, they could be, but they're not perfect. I, I really don't think so. I really don't believe them to be more strong moral characters. As in, you have to fuck if, at least one person to get to where you are. Okay, if... When you when you play like that, right? When you see... When you're talking about, like, fucking over, like, each other... Like, it's a show that we've right? done... Okay. If it's, like, one against one another, right? Yes. Then that's fine, because, like... You both know what's at stake. Okay. Right? But to a point, don't people, we do the same thing with school? What do you mean? Okay. In school, um, let's say you found an exam paper mm-hmm. and you haven't shown it to anyone else but you and some of your close friends. Mm-hmm. You might have not fucked them over, but in a sense, by you getting such a high score, you affected the curve and you have, in a way, fucked them over. First of all, I've never... I know you've never done that, mm-hmm. but people can do that. And if you can rationalize with that, so you can rationalize with the comparative nature of businesses. They're, they're basically the same thing. They're the same thing. To me, they're the same thing. Okay. Fucking if there were no great boundaries, yes. maybe. Maybe I can Okay, see. if there were no great boundaries. If, if, if there were no bell curves. Okay, okay then. If there were no bell curves, yeah. right? If there were just like set great boundaries, yeah. maybe. But the thing is, even then, yeah. that comes with the thing where you're undermining someone else's hard work. And to me, that's just really disgusting. I can't, I can't, I can't. I can't deal with that. I can't deal with people like that. Like people who, who will undermine someone else's hard work. Why is it undermining someone else's hard work? Because you're devaluing it. You're devaluing the value, the marks that they get. Oh, Do so like sense? 90 would be really well looked after, but yeah. someone could just cheat and get 100. Yeah, and then you're basically devaluing the amount of hard work that the, the person that, yeah. that got the 90. But again, I think if the person worked really hard to get a 90... Um, but in the long... Okay, when they... Okay. Well, okay, but, but I'm really against the whole cheating thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what I would argue that as if I'm getting 100 by cheating yeah. and you're getting 90s and 80s mm-hmm. and 75s mm-hmm. and 85s, when the actual exam comes around yeah. and we're sitting it, yeah. I cannot cheat. Yeah. So by the time I've fucked around for so long, I've learned nothing. Mm-hmm. So in, in the exam, I actually fail mm-hmm. and you do really well. Mm-hmm. So in the end, you still win. It's not about winning or losing. It's about knowing where the... It's about... Again, it's, it's all about principles. The, the hard work that you put in... Yeah. It's like you, you can't undermine other people's hard work. Oh, yeah. Maybe I chose the wrong question. I, I think I meant principles. <laughs> I think I meant... You know I asked about moral compasses and yeah. stuff? I think I meant principles. <laughs> yeah, but, but I think they're the same thing, no? Are they? Yeah, but... See... Uh, because... I have... I, uh, I'll admit that I don't have a lot of principles. I really don't. You, yeah, you don't. I have a very, I have very few principles. You can probably count them by hand. But, but I, I like to believe that I follow them very, very strongly. Yeah. The reason why I think they're different is a moral morality, I think should be pretty standard in most places. Mm-hmm. Principles are very individualistic. It depends on who you are. But I think my principles also stem from just basic morality. What's your principles then? What are your principles? I can't name them. This is like, it's just a gut feeling. Where, okay. Yeah. Like just because, you know, not undermining other people's hard work is to me is the same as not fucking other people over. So are you really like, are you, so you're totally against cheating? Yeah. And when you, when you say you're against cheating, what is cheating? Give me a moral grade part. Great, like, Moral okay, let me give you an example, yeah. right? Okay, that's not, not going to give specific names. Yeah, give me a great one. So, uh, okay, in GIST, mm-hmm. 
there's uh, we use the predicted grade system for A levels and also IB, right? Yeah. In a way, you could do really well till the predicted grades come, and you get a greater predicted. By the time, okay, the amount of work you need to put in, I think it's, they give you predicted end of year twelve, right? Mm -hmm. So let's say for the whole of year twelve, you got him by with getting. Let's say your friend does a test, always does a test uh, before you, so you get the answers from him for every single test, and you do really well every single test. And for the homeworks, you use your friends or internet or anything else, etc. So you get by by using other people's resources and your mm -hmm. friends, mm -hmm. and you've done well. Mm -hmm. um, and you work okay. You work a bit. Mm -hmm. You will work a bit. You work the minimum amount you need to make sure you know what's going on in the subject. Mm -hmm. So. And when the grades come, mm. you got, let's say, a 40, 42. Mm. And all A-levels, you got <coughs> two A's. Or two A's or two A's. <coughs> the work you put in compared to someone who hasn't done what you did, being, being, very, fair, being very honest with his work ethic and mm. how he does his tests, mm. and you only got, let's say, two B's and an A, mm. or three B's, mm. or a 36. Mm. He's, he's unhappy mm. with his predicted grades, yeah. but you're happy. Mm. Do you have a moral obligation to feel guilty? I would not be if if I did what the what the cheating thing. If I did that, yeah, I would not be happy with my grades. Okay, I, I don't know how anybody can. Do you you have, I could name a lot of people who be happy with because you you're not putting in work. Therefore, do you even have the right to be happy with it? Like you can yeah, you can yeah, have okay. you can have the right to be happy with you know that you can probably be smug about you know how smart you are with cheating the system yeah. right yeah. but <laughs> I mean it's 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 not a complex thing to do okay I'll, I'll come clean I think for uh, you know don't, don't name me names I don't want to no for me I've done this oh, okay. for like, I think year 13 <coughs> term 1 mock yeah there was a chance that my uh, A for mask could be bumped up to an A star mm -hmm. which is why I sort of cheated no, you know, no, sort of. I cheated for my year 13 mocks for my maths mm. exam. And I did really well. But turns out, even if I did well, they didn't change my predicted grades, which is pretty shitty on, on them. But eh, it's okay, I'm not salty. Well, yeah, I mean, the teachers, they, they, they assess you based on that. Like, if you just suddenly spiked up. I didn't feel so bad because I know I can get an A star in the final exam. Knock, knock, those styles false in the end. But <laughs> at that time, I was so convinced I can get an A star, regardless of. How I do my mocks. So when I cheated, I didn't feel so bad. But looking in hindsight, if I didn't cheat for the mock, I think would have I would have ended up with an A star in the end. You didn't get a new sign yet? Yeah. Why? Because I felt the like start? the mock score fucked me up. I got so cocky in my mock score mm -hmm. that I forgot that they weren't really my scores. Yeah, but that's just the consequence of you cheating, huh? Yeah, no, as, as I'm saying that, even if I, let's say I would have gotten an A-star predicted, mm -hmm. in the end, I would have not gotten an A-star in the actual exams. Okay. So, moral story is don't cheat kids. <laughs> like you, you, you think that you're winning in the short term, but in the long term, you're always going to have an effect. You don't put in the work in it, assuming. Okay, but okay, what's the difference between someone who cheats, but also works hard? Wait, let me just take in what you said just now. Okay, yeah. <coughs> so when, 
Okay, you you said not to cheat because it carries implications, negative implications to in the future. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, it's specific to school. Yeah. Yeah. Why did you just not think of like if you really wanted that A star? Couldn't have you? You just have talked to the teacher and said that you think. You I did. I did, and I I had like multiple conversations with my teachers about this, and they always said though. Well then, then they knew best, no. Yeah, but why give others an A star? Okay, they've moved people to an A. Why did you not ask them? I did. What did they say? They just said, I don't think you're working up to an A star standard. But I gave them the fucking data that they wanted. And they were similar to what Paris and City were getting. So I was like, why not me get an A star as well? Predicted. Like, what's wrong with that? But you're not working as hard as them? Okay, I mean, okay. Because from, from what, uh, what Abraham told me... Siru was basically a maths machine. He was constantly just doing... Yeah, but if the scores are the same, why does it matter? Because I think the way they see it is um, mocks is something that you can prepare for. Not for mocks. Like, I'm talking about day-to-day tests, day-to-day classes. A course of 1.5 years of work. Not just mocks. Before I that. think it's because they, they feel that Siru won't fall behind. Because if, if I were a teacher and I was yeah. the students, right? I would obviously favor Siru over you. Because but that's not being objective. Has, because Sidhu has... No, that is being objective. Because you I, look at raw data. No, no, no. Raw data just tells me where you are right now. What I, what, what, uh, what I can tell from your subjective personality is how you'll do in the future. The fact yeah. that you, you cheated and then you got an A-star for the mocks yeah. and then they didn't bump you, I think speaks speaks to their expect speaks to their prediction, no? Speaks to their prediction that you'll get content or that you will um or that you won't have as much drive. Right? I think that kind of proves yeah. the point of, of not having as much drive, no? Yeah, I think long in the long run they were right. Yeah, they I, were think, right, I think they saw it. Okay, I, I think, think hindsight I got too cocky. If I just knew what I was doing because I was like in my head I was like Sure, I'll get an A-star. A-star is easy. Was, um, it was easy to get for maths. If I only just worked harder. Yeah, but then, then, but, yeah. But then, yeah, you're thinking of it as like, what well, are the implications for me? You know? Yeah. But then like, to me, that's like secondary. Okay, what's primary? The, the primary is how it affects other people. Why would it affect other people? So, the way I, th- okay, the way I think of it is like, <clears throat> JIS is a school. Yeah. Right? And the reason why Jess's predicted grades are of any value to any university mm-hmm. is because it is consistent. Yeah. If you fuck around with your predicteds, yeah. you're making it inconsistent. And therefore, you're not just affecting your grades in the future, mm-hmm. you're also affecting the grades of other people who have worked yeah. hard. You're, fi- you're devaluing basically the credibility okay. 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 of Jess yeah. as an Here's institution. And also, yeah. I, I just found out that people. for like, Almost every single year, mm-hmm. the predict grades are not what you get for actual exams, which is... Yeah, that's... What, yeah, I mean, not... So, actually, the fact that... They, the, 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 the problem is, is the deviation rate. Yeah. Everybody... Because it's predicted for a reason. It's not... It's not yeah. like... It's not 100% forecasted. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it, it's predicted. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, it's not going to be the same. Mm-hmm. The problem is, if you keep fucking around like that, there's going to be a huge fucking deviation with it. Yeah. With the results. And huge deviation means less credibility. Mm-hmm. It means less credibility to Jesus as an institution mm-hmm. with its predicted grades, which also harms the other people who are working on the upcoming years, yeah. yeah. So, to me, that's why you don't fuck around with predicted grades. That's all. Also, the other reason is also because you don't fuck around with, um, like, with other people's hard work. 
or other people's after that people put it yeah but okay, here's because to me it's like yeah. you get it you get it you don't get it you don't get it if you don't get it that means you're not good enough and you need to do something about it mm-hmm. right that's, yeah. to me that's just it yeah right yeah yeah and the test is not for your ego it's to show you where you are at this stage currently yeah. and if it and if it doesn't come out well it reflects that you either fucked up yeah. or you didn't put in enough work it's either one of the two yeah and you learn from that yeah? Yeah. Yeah. If I could go back in time and tell Tala one thing, is do not take the test professionally. If I did a signed Oh yeah. I think people do I think people I just made it such an ego that. contest. Yeah. People it, do that. it just fucked me over for the entire level. Yeah. In the end. I think it's not it's it's hard to not do that as well. It's hard to not like take it into take it as an ego contest as well because you I don't know. People tie I, a lot of people tie the self-esteem to it. Yeah, yeah, no, I've done it for lo- the longest time. I've, I've, I was like, okay, I your mean, grade I'm, is yeah. determination of your value as a human being. <laughs> oh, no, like, I, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> no, no, okay, <laughs> not, okay, not as in how good you are, as in how credible you are. Like, your like your grades determine how credible you are as a person when giving knowledge. That's, that's how I looked at it for the longest time. And to a point, I still kind of do, which is why I don't take myself seriously when going out giving uh, opinion. I don't know. It's uh, it's why that's why I refrain from giving anything these days. Because before my own results, I would be open to saying anything I want to and being like, okay, I'm I trust what I say. But after my results, I'm like, okay, I'm an ACD student. I should just keep quiet and not give my opinion on stuff. I don't know. But, yeah. I think it's very unhealthy in the long run. But um, why though? I just don't... Dude, okay. see, here's the thing that I just... Sh- if... Okay, you know, I'm going to talk shit about my, uh, my colleagues now, but... Like, there are obviously people who are... Who didn't take psych before yeah. in, in my class. And there are obviously people who are... Let's just say not... Not good academically. Okay. That, that, that would be a nice way to put it. Okay. Not good academically. Yeah. But I, I... I always go for their opinions whenever I think about stuff because... It's, it's how do I say this? I don't expect strong substance, but I do expect alternative perspective, and it's always good to get alternate, like alternative, which is why I talk to you, which I talk to Katie, I talk to like all the other people. It's always it's, it's always nice to get feedback. It 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 doesn't matter if it's like good or bad. If it's bad, then sure, I wasted like five seconds of my time, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but but if it's good, then you you get you get another point of view from it. You you get to look things from it differently. Yeah, the, the point you just made, just rectify what I just said. You wasted your time. It's five seconds of my yeah, time. Yeah, no, but I hate wasting someone's time. I hate See, it. Here's, okay, here's, here's, here's where my principle comes up, right? Yeah. If that other person doesn't mind, yeah. I shouldn't mind. To me, that that is like another okay. part of it, yeah. It's yeah. it's a it's a very uh, my dad would hate it. My dad would, would <laughs> my dad and my mom would always be like, you shouldn't take advantage of other people. You should you should you should like it's always it's always like yeah, yeah like that. Yeah, you shouldn't take advantage of basically, right? Yeah. But to me, it's more like, hey, if they don't care, then why should I care? They're the one getting being like uh, taken advantage of. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah, and like if they want to take advantage of me, fine. Yeah. Right. I'm fine with that. Because so, I've done it before. Yeah, because I've done it before. I, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with a mutually exploitative relationship. I'm okay with that. It's a fucked up relationship. No, yeah. I'm fine with that. It's Yeah, because you're you're mutually exploiting each other. Yeah. If I take advantage of you, I expect you to take advantage of me. 
Yeah, to me that's just how it how it is. In my principle, um, okay, I okay, I'm I could waste my own time, <clears throat> yeah. but I treat other people's time with a lot of respect. If I wasted someone's time, that would kill me. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Wait, I hate wasting people's time. That's why my videos, uh, you know, it's my editing sometimes. I cut early. I make sure that as uh, the scenes are too long, mm-hmm. that I don't, I don't want to waste people's time. Mm-hmm. Because if you took the time of your day to talk to me or watch my content, I want to make sure I haven't wasted it. And if I have wasted that's it, good, that though. kills me. That's good And that, that's where the ATD thing comes from. I don't want to chat something that's so shit and waste your time. But I'm saying that you're not. You okay, to other people maybe. Yeah. To other people maybe, but at least to me. I think in the long run, you see a therapist to fix the psychology thing because I have. I'll open up. I'll open up about this. But after my end results day, my self esteem is just non-existent. Whether it is just working, or whether it is just talking, anything on a day-to-day basis, like my self esteem, the confidence I have in myself, it's just gone. It's gone. It's it's just it's gone. So not there anymore. It's like everything I worked up to this point is not there. I know that's bad. That sounds really bad. And most people have forgot about the other grades, but I can still remember the exact moment when Open Results Day. I can still remember the surrounding, the fan speed, the AC, where my dad was, where I was. It flashes back every fucking day. I hate it, but it just, it happens. Just a random trivia, that's what you call flashbulb memory in psychology, you go on. It's called what? Flashbulb memory. Well, yeah, what is that about? It's a, it's a, mem- you know how there are memories that are like really fucking vivid? Yeah. It's usually tied to like a very emotional uh, response to mm-hmm. the situation. And it's like an evolutionary thing. Yeah. Where for, so in the past, right? You're in the jungle and then like yeah. a fucking tiger comes at you, right? Yeah. You'd obviously want to remember every sequence or every fucking detail that that occurred then because then you could re you can retell it to your fellow members in the society yeah, yeah. and therefore they can avoid any potential you know yeah yeah stuff uh, any potential attacks that might come from you know tiger or any other prey yeah yeah so it's like an evolutionary mechanism there. so you, you you remember like every single detail that comes from like a happy memory or a sad memory especially for like uh, sad and cheerful memories yeah yeah, because like it, it's ingrained into yeah. the system. I tell myself it's a good thing that I remember everything so that I, I, so that I'll avoid. It is. I think that it is. So that I'll avoid making mistakes in the future. Yeah. But it's doing more harm than good. You don't constantly think about it. But I do, but for me, like, currently, I see the iPad there and with my PDF over with my grades on. It's that bad. Oh, fuck. <laughs> The, the mechanism was there for you to survive and thrive, not for you to fucking kill yourself, man. Dude, I... Okay, this, is, this makes me fucked up, but there, there has been nights where I'm like, wow, is this what I... Because, okay, when you're a kid, when you're growing up in school, you always have uh, an image of where you want to end up after school, or which yeah. uni you want to go to, yeah. which course you want to take. Yeah. There, of course, there'll be deviation with yeah. the dream and reality, yeah. but the deviation of where I ended up and the grades I got were so drastic. You know the the trauma, the shock that you never recover from? Yeah. It feels like that. Yeah. I'm still in a dream and it's, it's, I'll wake up someday and everything will back to normal. Mm-hmm. But, but guess what? This is reality. This is where I am. I just need to come into terms with it. I can't say that I haven't had moments like that, like when I got rejected by Kyoto. Like, that shit hurt. 
Like that shit it hurts, right? Yeah, but here's the thing. Right, why do you care so much about this this deviation in ideal? Because I... Okay, this is where cell pride comes in. Yeah, yeah, go on. Go ahead. Yeah. <sighs> this is becoming a therapy session. <laughs> it really has. It really has. But fuck it. I need this. Okay. <laughs> I'll come therapy with puppies. Yeah, we're going. <laughs> okay. But we should both will go through this, really. Not that my extreme, but some yeah. go yeah. to some form yeah. of this. Yeah. Uh, what are I talking about? Yeah, but why why do you why do you care so much about the deviation between your ideals? Okay, this this is gonna sound really yeah, but go ahead, yeah. It's fine. Okay. Um to me, yeah. a friend group uh-huh. is Okay, everyone has a friend group. Yeah. Regardless of how lonely you are. Yeah. One friend that's got a friend group, we get two people there. Yeah. So a friend group will have multiple different members with yeah. multiple different set of skills. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The friend group that I'm in, mm-hmm. the friend group that I'm in and always end up being regardless which place I go to, mm-hmm. there's always like a standard you gotta be at. Mm-hmm. Do you ever feel like you? Do you ever feel like in your friend group, mm-hmm. you have to maintain a certain grade? No, really. No, never felt that. No, never. Dude, I. Okay, I'm not trash talking anyone here, but like, Darren didn't get the best grades. Yeah. And neither did. Uh, neither did. Sorry, neither did Elias. Neither did Hussein. Neither did. I think. Yeah. I know you don't care, but it's the you're the yeah, king. No, no, it doesn't. Not okay. I'm not okay, it's me trying to say there's a. I'm trying to say in my head there's a hierarchy system in the friend group. Let me let me just say what I mean. Yeah. I think everyone's equal, uh-huh. but when I don't live up to the friend group, I think really down on myself. I think so down on myself that when I almost don't look him in the eye, I feel ashamed to talk to them. It, it's. <laughs> If you don't meet the standard, if you don't meet the standard, if I don't meet the standard, the minimum, going to good uni, getting a certain, getting all A's minimum, the grades I got are so bad, like they're actually like <laughs> saying out loud, I cringe when I say them. To get a D in a subject, you must be bad, like really fucking bad, and how. Okay, so basically, this this discomfort between this I this this okay okay it's also the fact that my teachers, my parents, my friends had such high expectations on me. The fact that I was so far off, it's just killing me. Yeah, that's kind of that's what I was looking for. So the disturbance that you're feeling right now, the 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 dissonance that you're feeling. You ask yourself, are you good in the first place? Were you good in the first place? It's because of the distance between you and your ideals, right? But the problem is these are ideals that were set by other people, not by you specifically. Now, now don't mistake this and say that, you know, you didn't actually believe in any of these ideas or you didn't actually... Having expectations... Yeah, you did have expectations. Like, these are melded to it, but other people strengthened them, right? But the thing is, here's what I'm really trying to say. Who gives a shit about your grades more than you do yourself? Seriously. Do you think... Do you really think that people give that much of a shit about your... Do you, do you really think I wake up in the middle of the night going, ah, <laughs> oh, fuck, oh, I got a fucking D for that. Ah, oh, shit. Do you really think I give that much of a shit about you? 
about your grades. Exactly. Not about you, but yeah. about your grades, right? Yeah. You see, here's the thing. You, you, the, the, the distance, the, this discomfort that you feel, it's because you, you think you let so many people down with yeah. regards to like, um, your grades, right? Yeah. That you let so many people down, right? But the irony in that is that you care about your grades more than they do care about you. They do about you. That, that's that's the, like the most ironic thing about it. You're crying over things that you're crying over like their disappointment when in actu- when in actuality they probably had like a five second disappointment session. Well no my dad my parents just tell everybody every single yeah, day. Okay. They call, yeah. Parents, yeah, but like do you do you not think that they know for a fact that you feel you'd feel more disappointed about it than they do? I don't think they do. I don't understand that. Trust me. Trust me, I, they've lived through life that long. I'm sure they know, I'm sure they've disappointed people. And I'm sure they know for a fact that they feel the most disappointed out of everyone. It's out of really life. hard when you're that's scoring most of his life. No, I, I'm sure about that. I'm, I'm, I'm very sure about that. Yeah. Yeah. This, yeah. Okay, okay. The, the example you give, yeah, you don't wake up in the middle of the night and go, talk about Dean Chemistry. But, but in my head, let's say I give an opinion yeah. on chemistry. Yeah. You're gonna go, oh, it's a Dean Chemistry. Take him on stuff, take him seriously. If you give me factual things, I, I, I'd probably take it with you. So. Yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. That's no, exactly me, what I mean. If you give me perspective, then that'll be different. You know how I didn't do, I don't do computing at all, and then I yeah. gave you like perspective on what I thought that, you know, the, the sequence? Of yeah, the machine? yeah. Like what I thought that, no, yeah. this, maybe this works. Maybe yeah, that yeah, works, yeah, right? Yeah. I don't do computing. Yeah. I have no background in computing. Yeah. Right? But like, I I just told you like this is what I think. Like, I mean, I mean, yeah. yeah. But no, if I gave a fact about chemistry, then don't give facts about chemistry. But but the thing is, why do you care so much about facts? You can't you can't learn them. No, but I'm saying if someone says a fact, uh-huh. and you have to like think twice about what they're saying. It's uh, going back to being credible. If you're a credible person, yeah. what whatever you say about something will be looked at as almost factual. I, I would still fact check it, honestly. Yeah, yeah, you'll... Okay, but you're very different <laughs> to most people. Most people will be like, oh, this guy's fucking... That's decent, right? Whatever he says must be factual. And people do do that. Like, you... Yeah, but like... But like, seriously, how, how many... How, how many times do people go, hey, Talha, what's the, what's the um, molecular mass of hydrogen? Hey, the how is the molecular mass of oxygen? Is it 16? Is it what? What, what about nitrogen? Yeah. What about chlorine? 35.5? <laughs> Who the fuck goes around and asks fuck those fucking questions, Taha? Nobody. What is it supposed to be ca- heat capacity of water? 4.2 kilogram? Uh, 4.2 kilojoules? Uh, for every kil- kilogram? Nobody goes around. Nobody yeah. goes around doing that. She's gonna move on, then. She's gonna move on. Nobody goes around doing that. People might ask you for perspective. Sure. How do you deal with this question? What do you think it would be like that? Yeah. <laughs> like then there'll be people who have probably better, more efficient way of doing it. But yeah, I just don't don't be too hung up about it. Honestly, and honestly, if there's someone who's like giving you shit about it, fuck up. Goes back to the point. Who the fuck gives a shit about it more than you do yourself? Honestly, if someone... Yeah, it's really yeah. shouldn't. They really shouldn't. Yeah. So, remember Bayou dude who asked me that dumb fucking question, right? Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> I'm sure by by the end of next week I'll be who the fuck is the biology. It's just, just yeah, it's it's completely fine. I think yeah, you you putting too much value onto what other people think about you. I really am, man. Really am. You you really are. You're not putting too much value about what people. It's fine. It, in fact, I think it's healthy to put value about what people, other people think about you because, again. You live in a society. You <laughs> live in a society. You live in a society. Other people's opinions of you affect you as much as uh, uh, yeah. your own opinion about yourself. Mm. Right? But don't let it control you. Don't let it define you. You define you. Don't let other people's expectations of of you define what you think of yourself in the future. You know, there's this thing... Um, the the shikigomori thing, you know that? Nope. It's it's the it's a syndrome in Japan. It's not considered an actual classified yet because the psychiatrists in Japan are fucking lazy, but <laughs> <laughs> Is that where way to go there? No, the thing is nobody's probably looking at it. But yeah. it's it's got it's gone traction recently. But the idea is that there's this group of people, Japanese youth, right? They they're locking themselves in their room, they're not coming out. And then they're basically coming out at like the age of forty. Once their parents have stopped giving them money, or once their parents can't afford to give to feed them anymore, but throughout those twenty years, like from the age of eighteen or twenty, right, they'll just be stuck in their room. They won't ever go out. They won't ever socialize with people outside. They will socialize online. But they won't socialize outside. And I was doing my e on this, and when you look at one of the reasons why, it's because of this. I it, something always happens before that. Right, so a, a major reason, a most co- a very common reason is uh, a university entrance exam, right? And before taking the exam, they feel so fucking pressured about it that they just hide in their room, right? Because why? Because people have this expectation set, like their parents, the teachers, the society basically expects them to you know go to a good union, good good university. Mm-hmm. They they have high expectations for that, and they're so afraid of not meeting the expectation that they just fucking run away from it they don't deal with it at all right they don't yeah. yeah they just run away from it so like that's the effect of having like someone else's expectations society expectations on you having it define your very being right? you feel so pressured that it's so it's so it's so desynchronized from your from you right it, it feels like you're chasing someone else not you it really does sometimes yeah yeah it does What's the point of living like yeah it's the point of living life if you have to live by someone else's standards we also come to the fear of mediocrity don't you have the fear of, don't you ever like I don't mind being mediocre in cooking if that's what you're saying no of course not fuck's sake how, how did you make this to cooking fuck it no, no yeah but that's the thing what do you prioritize what do you value right like I can I, I know for a fact that Elias doesn't give a shit about academics but he does give a shit no about I was saying mediocrity I'm not talking about academics but it's mm-hmm. in general life yeah my biggest fear is being 50 and looking back in my life be like, oh shit, that's the mediocre life. Being 50? Okay, well, uh, uh, you mean like being 50 years old? 50 years old. Being 50, 50 years old, looking back in my life and being like, okay, that's a very, I got a job. <laughs> if I'm single at 50, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Let's say, I somehow I got a wife at 50 yeah. and I have a couple kids. Yeah. No, fuck that. No kids. Mm-hmm. Fuck kids. Mm-hmm. At 50, I have a wife. Mm-hmm. I settle down. I uh, have a, a some tiny as apartment. Mm-hmm. I have a stable income. I have enough enough money to get food and shelter and shit, mm-hmm. and just enough to get a car. Mm-hmm. It's a very like it's a very uninspiring life, yeah. compared to what I envisioned it was. So what? 
So what? That's the life you're living. So what? Yeah. I think as long as I'm happy, it's good enough. Yeah. <laughs> it's not that either. It's it's. How do I uh, say this? Surely you fear it. Yeah. Do you, you. Okay. You do anything possible to avoid that. Happening. I I f- I don't fear living a mediocre life. I fear not living up to my potential. That yeah exactly. That's the biggest fear, and that's where the frustration comes from. If you know what you can get, and you don't get it, and it's on doing, and it's your fault, that eats you inside. The fact that you caused your own demise, no one else did. That kills me. If I worked hard and got the grades I got, I would accept it. If the fact that I self-sabotage my own grades kills me every single day, and it, the reason why I work that's what you learn from it. The reason why I work so hard in assignment nowadays is because I know what I did before. I'll, and I yeah, want to make sure yeah. it never gets repeated again. It, it re- I, I can tell you for a fact that it's really different when you worked really fucking hard for something. You, you put like 200% on it and then you get like a 15 or a 20. Right? It's really different from you fucking home, like just playing playing around and then getting a 15 out of 20. It's really different, the feeling that you get. It's not it's not a feeling of disappointment. It's actually a feeling of... It, it, it's slightly cathartic as well. It's slightly cathartic because you know that... Alright, I did my maximum, and this is what I got. Let's look at what I did wrong. How do I fix this in the future? Then you move on. You, you, you try to incorporate that in your next one. Because some people get stuck on that. They, they put 20%, they get 15 out of 20, and they go, oh shit, this is as far as I can go. No, don't do that. There's this thing called fixed mindset and growth mindset. Yeah. yeah you, you know that, right? Yeah, I know, I know. That. That. Yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. just have a growth mindset. Yeah. This is the end of the podcast. Hope you enjoyed it. Here are the outtakes. Penis. Okay, it doesn't matter now, synced. So, penis will get in the podcast? Well, no, but it's, it's there. Penis, penis. Okay. Penis. Okay, you're making my life harder. Penis. Okay, thanks, baby. Uh, ready? Three, two, one. Penis. Welcome back to the Tyler Show. I'm your host, Tyler Zubair, and today we have... Penis. Uh, Paveen here. <laughs> Not to do it again. <laughs> ah. <laughs> Welcome back to the Tala Show. I'm your host, Tala Zubair, and today we have... Mahatma Gandhi. Fuck my life. <laughs>